0: It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. And coming to you from our studios at City National Arena, Dave Gosher, Shane Knighty with you on what could be, we stress could be, the final K-10 of this year as the Golden Knights sit on the... Eve of potentially winning the Stanley Cup tomorrow night, Game 5 at T-Mobile Arena, up three games to one. They have put themselves in a great spot against the Florida Panthers, of course, winning the first two games of the Fortress, what, a couple of minutes away from winning Game (laughs) 3 in Florida, Shane, and then winning Game 4 to put themselves in a commanding spot in this series. We will mention right off the bat, we will have Bruce Cassidy join us here on KTAN. Bruce has his media availability he has to do, and then after that, he will make a relatively short walk into our studios here and we'll chat with the Golden Knights head coach whose team is on the precipice of winning it all, which is uh you know, we did our little post game hit the other night, Shane in um in Florida, and just to kinda to say those words, there one went away from the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup's going to be in the house at the Fortress on Tuesday. You have to kind of shake your head a little bit. But uh as you say, Still a lot of work to be done here as they try to wrap this up.
1: Uh, that last win, always the toughest. And then you you add the significance of this last final win, um, yeah, for the Golden Knights. But the, this is what you prep for. This is about being a professional athlete. And, you know, many times we talked about, you know, how hard it is physically. Well, this is the said just as hard mentally, almost more so. And these are the moments where you've got to dial yourself in, be ready to play. It's a game, and I'm sure – you know those first few moments. It's handling the, you know that, the early part of the game, getting to your game quickly. Because once once you, if you can do that, establish that, then all instinct kicks in, right? You're just playing the game again. And uh, you know there's an old saying, you know, you say you play play every game like it's game seven. Well, play game seven like it's every other game. Oh yeah. yeah. So can say the same. You could say yeah. you know play for the Stanley Cup winning game. Play every game like it's a Stanley Cup winning game, or play. Stanley Cup winning game like it's every other game. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: I think so. Yeah, so, hard to do that in the middle. It, of it is hard. Yeah, hard. To. It's easier <laughs> in the middle of June. <laughs>
1: but 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 that's the mindset. Is it's another game in. You've won a lot this season. What have you been successful at? So you kind of run down, whether it's, you know, individually, what do you do to prepare? What do you get yourself ready to be at your best in the game? Then collectively as a team, knowing your game plan, executing the right way, being smart with the puck. We know puck management's going to be stressed. Uh, Get in on the forecheck, clean, quick breakouts, uh, all those. Things move your feet, play with pace. Um, you know, for goaltenders, it's a little bit different. I can't dive into the mind of them, but uh, you know, they they know how they need to prepare, and this is where preparation is so important uh, uh, of being an athlete at this caliber and, and making sure you're ready for this big
0: moment. You get goosebumps when you think about what the atmosphere atmosphere is going to be oh, like in that building yes. tomorrow night. You know, it's it's um, and to your point, Shane, you you wonder right off the bat. Um, all the emotion in that building. And for both teams, right? I mean, here's the other side of it is Florida's trying to somehow get this back to back to sunrise for a sixth game. But especially, lead up to it, the anthem, the puck drop. But to your point, the game eventually does yeah. settle in. But we've talked about this with the Golden Knights when they've had a chance to eliminate teams in the playoffs this year. And so the first round, they did it right away with Winnipeg. Second round, first chance they had to eliminate Edmonton, they did it. Got up threes up on Dallas, lost games three and four, but then a, a clinic in game six. Um,
1: I'd like to see another another clinic like would that. be good.
0: Not giving the team your that's hanging on by their fingertips any hope that they're going to be able to continue to hang on by their fingertips and maybe try to take that will away. Bruce Cassidy has that phrase: at some point, you, you break the other team's will, the other team's yeah. spirit. Boy, if they could do that early tomorrow night.
1: And that is the advantage you talked about this crowd. Certainly you've got to be able to control that emotion early, but you also want to utilize that energy the building brings. And that's you know a good start. Get up on them. Uh get the crowd behind you help, you know, get them out of it as early as possible. But that said, you know there's going to be a push. Florida's backs are against the wall here. They're thinking just one game get back to our home building. Um so um but yeah, it's just uh you mentioned that game 6 and and I always think it's important when you can recall and go back as a player or as a team to a moment, and it's, it's better when it's still relatively fresh. That's not that long ago they played, and they finally said, okay, enough is enough. They didn't like games four and five, got to their game in game six, and closed it out when they mattered. And we talk about the veteran in that room. They they have that calmness about them that, okay, and they flip the switch. That's what they need to do in this moment. This is the biggest moment for their lives right now as a, as a professional hockey player and, and the opportunity in front of them at home in uh, what they've all dreamed about doing to take care of business. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, and you met the, the atmosphere, I'm just, I, I can't wait to just take it all in because yeah. it, it, it is unique. Uh, you know, how often does it come along where you get to experience something like this?
0: In about 29 hours before they'll drop the puck. 5 o'clock Pacific oh, that time here. It's quit. pretty good. Now, I see how I did that? Yep. Shockingly, I, I think that's right. Um, <laughs> where they'll drop the puck at T-Mobile. But I'm curious, Shane, I wa- I'm going to ask Bruce Cassidy this too. All right, these next 29 hours, what are they like when you're a player, and I'll ask him from a <laughs> coach's standpoint, of filling those yeah. hours before a puck drop with a chance to win a Stanley Cup?
1: I, I think it gets a, it, tomorrow's when it really sinks in and, and. – you know, having been through, you know, it was a different scenario, Game 7 because it was one game, but this this will be very, very similar. The chance to win, um, it, it's tough to sleep. You, you're going to try and do that regular routine. What do you do every other game? You know, guys will get up, probably have breakfast, will come to the rink whether they skate, whether they stretch, have another meal, go back, some nap a certain time, some might not. That's the toughest thing. I remember the, the nap, you know, it's tough to sleep with, uh, you know, the anticipation of what's ahead. Uh, but you've got to try and manage it the best you can. And uh, I'm sure, you know, those guys uh, have talked about it. Uh, we talked to Bruce Cassidy when we were in Florida. He said in the off day they're not addressing the game, they're addressing the moments. Yeah. Right? Like, And I think that's kind of going to be similar here heading into this game five for them to really address the moment, the opportunity they have in front of them because it is special.
0: The uh, Golden Knights up three games to one for the Florida Panthers. They have been in this boat. In the yeah. first round this year against the Boston Bruins, we were able to win game five in overtime in Boston, go back and pull out game six at home, and win a seventh game in Boston. That's a while ago now. But if you're them, you would draw on exactly. that experience. right? They, they were able to do it against the best regular season team ever. Um, but now here you are your three further rounds down the path. They're going to have to try and do it again
1: with a shortened bench yeah. some injuries starting to catch up on the florida panthers and that's where talked about the depth of the golden knights all year long their ability to use four lines big d six guys that'll match up against anyone and just continue to war they haven't taxed any of their players and you know this is where it starts to you know pay those dividends of wearing down another team that's shortened benches relied heavily on their top guys um that said, the the one thing, Sergei Bobrovsky, you know, after coming out in game two was really good. Uh, he's the reason that it got to overtime and that uh, the Panthers, I believe, won game three. And he's the reason it was even close in game four. He's been terrific in net for the Florida Panthers. So if you're the Golden Knights, you've got to continue to pressure him, get traffic in front, get to the net, get to that hard area, shoot pucks, don't turn away opportunities. All the things they've been able to do get past Bobrovsky, but he's uh, to me he's been their best player and he's been their key figure.
0: Well, the Golden Knights got to him for uh, four in Game Two, yeah. I think, and then chased him. But yeah, to your point, Shane. You know, I've had other <clears throat> excuse, yeah, excuse me. People say, look, if Florida has a chance, he's going to have to stand yeah. on his head here. Yeah. and he he his two best games in the series have been the last two, right? It Wasn't great here. Yeah, first two road. games here, not great. Um, but in Florida, really good. Um, the Golden Knights benefited from a fast start in the Florida game, game four. Chandler Stevenson scored right off the bat. They eventually got that to three nothing, and you know we were there and lucky enough to, with some VGK ticketing people, yeah. they they let us. Yeah. We snuck into the suite. <laughs> well, I I, and I
1: liked their game, like and, and they're up three nothing. In. Nothing going.
0: Nothing on. going on. And then one of the flukiest goals you'll ever see. Montour's throwing it towards an net. It hits Theodore. It hits McNabb. And, and the next thing you know, dude, it's dang in. Dang it!
1: Ricocheted three times, and it
0: gave them something. Yeah, right. And then you know, Barkov, who was a, a beast in that his game. best game, he yeah. was
1: he was terrific for Florida. He was great. That line, Reinhardt. Yeah, they were really
0: good for Hagee. Makes it close, three to two, and scored relatively early in the third period. So now you're like, you're, you are like, you are, you got to be thinking this three nothing fluke goal, yeah. right? And And then another six on five five, to six on four. Pietrangelo, the delay game, and next thing you know, it was the it was a tension convention in that Golden Knights ticketing (laughs) suite. I got to tell you that there were people that tension convention. Some people couldn't watch. Oh, I know. Some people just decided to watch it. there was a TV in there. I think some people just didn't watch altogether, but they were able to find a way to pull it out and. um, and get themselves a the three games to one lead yeah. you make an argument shane and we talked about this too i mean if it's and full marks to the panthers they find a way to tie game three late yeah. on the goal by kachuk and then um uh, you know Golden knights have a carryover power play going into overtime couldn't cash in and then verhage scores to to get them on the board with their first win of the series but you you know you could make a pretty good argument this this could have been over already, right? That, Absolutely. The did a, but it's not. Of, that's that's not the yet. other thing. So yep.
1: that that's the the thing they got to keep in mind. And you can't take anything for granted. You've got to get set, get ready. Said they had a skate today. You like the energy. They're, there's so much energy right now. These guys together, we've heard they you know they love hanging out. They love being together as a group. Done it all year long. They've got to lean on each other's here in this uh, heading into Game 5, and, uh, you know, the excitement, the words that will be said, uh, very important in that room. But uh, I think more than anything, it's about having a belief as a group, which I think is strong in that room of knowing that now's the time to go out and, uh, you know, win a hockey game.
0: Golden Knights will try to win one more tomorrow night at the Fortress and win the Stanley Cup in their sixth year of existence. Had a great run in 2018, been to the Final Four again uh, three times since then, including this year, yes. quite obviously. And now one win away from winning it all. We'll paint the picture a little bit here. It's what uh, was going on at CNA earlier today. <laughs> uh, not that I was here at 4 a.m. Well, I, I was I was here at 4.30. <laughs> not a chance. I was still trying to rest it at that time. Um but people that were here, security people, said so there were people lined up at 4 in the morning. First
1: person, first few First couple
0: people. of people to get in to this practice, which could very well yeah. be. They're not going to be nothing tomorrow. Nothing tomorrow, yeah. right? 5 o'clock start, nothing tomorrow. Um, you know, some of the extras will escape yeah. in terms of a full team practice. Yeah,
1: they'll come, whatever, get ready, get...
0: Right. This could be it. I mean, we'll see yeah. how it goes. Could be their their final practice of the season. By 8 o'clock, 350 people here. And that's about, a, you know, that's roughly what they yeah. can do here um, safely. And um each each player that kinda came on for practice, Aiden Hill almost got a standing ovation for himself. You know, which is pretty well deserved. Pretty awesome. But um that was the scene here earlier today where the Golden Knights had um a practice leading into game five tomorrow. Now, now we say when you get to these big moments, the hours and minutes cannot tick off the clock fast yeah, enough yeah. to get to the face off tomorrow night. And then um and then you see where it goes from there. But what an opportunity they've uh I did a, an interview earlier this morning, Shane, and I said, you know, it's everyone that kind of picked up everything, and just speaking to the people that have been here for the six years, and, you know, because there was some allure about having a team in Vegas. and well, the, We're two of them. You would, yeah, we're two of them. I, I would have told you you'd have rocks in your head to ever think they, they would be in this, you know. 2018, we know that run. This team this year, this is a whole different feel to it. Very much They so. expect to win. They're built to win right now. If it doesn't work out, be a big-time bummer. They they expect, I mean, this team, the way it's been constructed, guys that have won it.
1: It's been constructed off that loss in yes. 2018, seeing yep. what they needed to do. It's been a great job by Kelly McCrimmon, George McPhee to put the pieces in place. Um, you know, there's been ups and downs like there is to every team that goes through this, but uh, they've put themselves in the position where... The expectations were to get to, and uh, we know the, certainly know the owner <laughs>
0: had some foresight to, to see this, could be that Bill Foley knew exactly what he was talking about. In real time in 2018, 17, 18, 17. Yeah, you kind of like he was off on the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly right. He said, what? playoffs and three, three. cup and six. yeah. Um, the cup and six part, you're like, boy, that seems like it might be a <laughs> bit extreme. It's bold could be he knew exactly what he was talking about we'll find out golden knights and panthers game five of the cup final tomorrow night as we said we will have bruce cassidy here on k10 as soon as bruce is done with his uh, major uh, bigger media availability uh here at cna this afternoon a reminder golden knights fans of course the vgk making a run through the stanley cup playoffs make sure to stay up to date by tuning into the all-new vgk today podcast each Episode of VGK Today will be hosted by a Golden GoldenEyes broadcaster that consists of a variety of different things. Recaps, previews, interviews throughout the entire run in the 2023 postseason. New episodes available every morning. So listen as you start your day. You can catch VGK Today by visiting wherever you get your podcasts. Dave and Shane with you. Nighttime at noon from City National Arena before The fifth game coming up tomorrow of the Stanley Cup Final. Lots more coming up after this on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Great to have you with us here. Dave and Shane with you on K-Tan, Golden Knights, and Florida Panthers. uh, Panthers skated at T-Mobile Arena today. Golden Knights had their practice at City National, 5 o'clock tomorrow, Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final, as the Golden Knights try to wrap it up in 5, and the Panthers try to force a sixth game back uh, in South Florida. Quick reminder for you fans, want to catch the next Golden Knights game and grab a bite as soon as tomorrow night. Come and stop by McKenzie River Pizza Grill and Pub and eat like a Golden Knight right here at City National Arena. Open every day from 11 to 9. And fans can dine in and catch their favorite games right by the rink. Call 702-916-2999 or go online, McKenzieRiverPizza.com, to learn more. Of course, next up for the VGK, 5 o'clock puck drop tomorrow night?
1: I'm just thinking of all the establishment. Mackenzie River is tremendous here. It'll be packed, but across Vegas. Where oh, my gosh. It's an entertainment city. There's so many options, but how many places are going to be locked in? On tomorrow's game. Uh,
0: I said, Shane, and I, I don't have an answer to this, but, like, the most expensive entertainment tickets in Vegas, in the history of Vegas, I, I don't know what's in that mix. I mean, somebody tells me Adele's a lot of money to go see. Yeah. Um, I think U2's doing pretty well. They're going to, what, the Sphere? They're going to do right, F1's right going to be F1 really cheap. <laughs> that won't be a cheap date. Um, we know the Golden Knights are not a cheap date. Yeah. We get it. But in terms of a one-night event... And maybe you limit it to T-Mobile, I guess. Yeah. But I can't imagine tomorrow with them having a chance to win it. Oh. What, um, what, what? There'd be on, on the on the market wherever you do all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. What you could get for tickets?
1: No, I well, have no idea. And you know what I think of Dave because we're we're you know obviously we're not calling these games and we're around and the, and the fans we've seen over the years and and throughout these playoffs that are so so invested in this team because you know from what since they came and the connection the bond and seeing how nervous they are before like oh. they ask us what's gonna I'm like, i don't know if i knew what was going to happen <laughs> i'd be doing a lot better off um i can't predict things like that but they just they are totally tied in and uh, you know that's part of being a fan it'll be interesting to see the emotions we talk about the players but for the fans tomorrow night it's going no. to be something to experience.
0: Yeah, it's off the charts. Um, you know, the energy in the building is always great, and I think it's got ramped up as oh. the final, the playoffs, and now to the final has gone on. I mean, for games one and two, it was just the "We want the cup" chant. I'm waiting for the "Cup in six chant. Maybe yeah. that happens tomorrow night. Um, it's been unbelievable that you know that they've they just bring it to a whole nother level here in the postseason. Um, hey, look, it's a fan base that. Um, Last season aside, there's been so much good that's happened so here much. over six years, right? And um, I've said before, and you can look at the Florida Panthers, who hadn't been to the final in 27 years before this year. You look you look around the league, teams that, franchises that would give anything.
1: Well, that's why the, a lot of the other teams, fans, that's why they, there's right. a, there's some dislike for Vegas. But, hey, that's yeah. just jealousy. Yeah.
0: Get that's it. all it is. We get it. Yeah, for sure. But um, let's chat a little bit, Shane, about... Golden Knights have had, one of the things we've talked about often is you never know, especially at this point of the year, where the goals are going to come yep. from. A couple for Chandler Stevenson the other night to get to 10 in the playoffs. Um, almost, what do they have, uh, 12 during the regular year or something like that? I could look that up. I have the interwebs. But anyway, him and William Carlson is, almost getting towards their regular season totals. you um, have this conversation about Con Smythe, and I think we were talking about this on the flight back yesterday. Does some of it depend on... What might happen? Who could in be a the hero, right? It, right? I think
1: it does. It always comes down to that clinching closing game, and uh, who's who's there. But certainly, yeah, you mentioned the front front runners, Jonathan Marshall, so What he's done with thirteen and uh, Chandler Stevenson, two huge goals. Had started early with the one between the pads on Bobrovsky. Added one later. A nice little play by Stone to find him, and you know, up to ten. Uh, for me, William Carlson's just been he, he does. Everything so well. He's such a detailed player. He's always in the right position, always defensively so aware and smart, yet now adding the offense to it. He has 11, I believe.
0: He's got 11. He's
1: got 11. And, you know, those three guys to me really stood out. Jack Eichel, of course, he's got 23 points. His first ever playoff run, he's like, this isn't too bad. (laughs) Uh, Just to come out, he finally gets the playoffs. And, of course, the play of Aiden Hill. So you, you can put those guys. And then... Like we said, and I think this team, it doesn't matter to them. They rely on everybody. There's been 11 different goal scorers here through the first five games for the Golden Knights, which that's rare to have that many through that short period of time. And, you know, they're hopefully can add to that. But guys with key goals at key times, you know, Brad Howden's chipped in. Um, and that's been the storyline all year long. And it, yeah, I think it's great to see, you know, the Stevensons, the Carlson's, the Marshalls, so those guys kind of leading the way in goal scoring. But, there's not pressure on them to get it done either. You know, they'll put themselves. They want to score, but yeah. it could be anybody. It it can be anybody that steps up and finds a big goal for this team because uh, they've been doing it all season long, doing it all throughout the playoffs and and that's very beneficial uh when you know, when you're you're talking about these pressure situations. The top guys are always going to want it. They get the more reps on the power play and that, but uh, we've seen time and time again couldn't be anybody that steps up.
0: Jonathan Marchessault leads the Golden Knights, twenty-four points in the playoffs nice. and thirteen goals. Led the team with twenty-eight goals during the regular season. Eichel's right behind him at twenty. I points.
1: have a hard time not seeing him score tomorrow. I see I'm him scoring. Like yeah. we talk about all the big moments, and he's been here since day one. Big goals. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of and William Carlson as well. Yeah. Like you can go back to year one, clinching the Pacific, the between the legs, to yeah. the, to the overtime in San Jose, to. So those guys, and it's great to see them because they've been here since day one, and still so impactful on this team. But Marsha so just finds a way in big moments. Uh, that's what you love about him. He is—he's a true competitor. He's—we've watched him. His game matures. He's been here, uh, wants it so bad. He's one of those guys that. Uh, he hasn't dialed back his game. You know, he had the chip on the shoulder, always constantly trying to prove himself. And what I love about him is he doesn't sit back from that. Now that he has proved himself year after year as a top guy here, an elite goal scorer, a guy that can score goals, a guy that competes hard, and he just he always wants to get better. So, uh, yeah, I, I can see him. I can see him finding the back of the net tomorrow.
0: Well, you know, you think about the big goals he has scored in the in the playoffs. Um, started in Edmonton. Started serious. in Edmonton. That was just, um, what was it? Uh, let me do a quick first seven games of the playoffs. Did not score. Yeah, right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Yeah. So it started game. Well, you can count. There's, yeah, that's where the math comes once, from. I, once it gets in the double digits, <laughs> <laughs> forget it. You run out of fingers. Yeah, exactly. Um, use my toes. Game three in uh, game. Uh, yeah, game three in Edmonton. Yeah. Two big goals. You know, and just with the key moments, the money on the line, right? Game six, hat trick, knockout Edmonton. Goals in games two, three, and four, and six in Dallas. Two goals and three points in game two against Florida. A goal in game one of the final. Another goal in game three. Points in nine straight, which is a team record in the playoffs. um, just has a flair for it, right? In these big moments, you know, the power play goal he scored was yeah. it in game two? I remember that, right? Yeah, that I called great pass. Yeah, probably. yeah, he, uh, yeah, that was game. Maybe that was game one, late in the first, yeah. right? They were down. Stall scored the short inter goal. Yeah. Got them going with a power play goal in game two, right? Short side. He's just able to, uh, and I don't know, Shane. I mean, guys of that ilk chip on the shoulder left ex- and i know it's a lot of years ago now and I don't, I don't know how much it factors into his thinking being exposed by tampa uh, by tampa by florida in the draft he was with tampa they let him go oh it has gotta sure. still be I somewhere absolutely
1: still there you take a little extra if he's, you can yeah, yeah the, the way, way he's played. wired because you that know? was where he proved like really proved 30 goals and then they don't keep him. Yeah. and i think he's the type of guy and you're you're an athlete if, if that gives you a little extra jump out there a little extra distaste in your mouth to kind of finish off that team yeah and i think he does still carry a little bit of that round i'm sure it doesn't bother him but hey it adds a little extra of the motivation factor for him to to get it done and to to continue to prove himself uh here as they uh try to end this against the panthers
0: carlson had 14 goals in the regular season 11 in the playoffs Stevenson, I was right, 16, 10 here in the playoffs. And you mentioned Aiden Hill, Shane. So the first goalie in the history of the game to win 10 games in a postseason after not playing at all in the first round, right? Lauren Brossois wins the opening round series, plays the five games against. Winnipeg got hurt uh, in the third game against Edmonton, right? And since then, it's been Aiden Hill to to carry the load. He he
1: really has, and just you know there there's been timely such timely saves uh, that he has had to make for this team whether to keep him in or to, to to maintain a lead and he, he's done what has been asked of him and more and you know credit to him when you got talk about getting opportunity and then what you do with that opportunity he has grabbed hold of it he has proved himself and, uh, they're gonna, you know, need him again to, to just continue to have that play. And he, there's a demeanor to him. Like you, you mentioned, you love how he just kind of leans back on the net, right? <laughs> he just, he's just chilling out there. And I think for yeah. a goalie, it's so important to have that type of demeanor where, you, you know, you're unflappable. You're, you're, you're okay. Things are gonna happen in the game, but it's always about that next shot, that next play being ready.
0: Golden Knights and Panthers getting set for Game 5 tomorrow night. Golden Knights are the only team in the playoffs with three players that have at least nine goals, and now it's actually ten, with Stevenson at ten, uh, Carlson at 11, and Marcia So at 13. One other thing we should note, Shane, the power play for Vegas, right? It has come up big when it's needed to come up big in this series. I get The only one you'd look, you know, chance late in the in the third game, right? but. You know, all that being said, and you're not going to score on all of them. No, nope. they have nope. been. There's ups and downs, right? They even the power plays they haven't scored on. It's it's looked dangerous. It's looked threatening for the most part here in, in the final. And, and that's
1: the thing, right? When when they're still getting chances, I think that's important. Is is to still look threatening, as you yeah. said. So, and. You know, now that they've scored, so when you hop over the boards, you feel like you can score. You're not hopping over the boards hoping to score. There's a big difference uh, when your skilled guys can get a little bit of that power play confidence. And and it could be a factor again. Special teams said there was not many of them in uh, the last game, in uh, game four, but uh, that could change. We've kind of, it's drastically different between games three and four, the officiating the amount of penalties. Um, so you don't know what to expect, but you've got to be able to handle it. The penalty kill has stepped up as well and been so much better for the Golden Knights here when they've needed it, as
0: has the power play. Is the penalty kill perfect? Am I right in saying that? I don't think they've given up. Is no. that right? They haven't given up anything? Yeah, you're right. Is that right? I mean, I'm usually, I... I, Let me uh, double check. Our man Ray LeBeff has this in his uh, detailed notes. Yeah, they're perfect. Perfect in the playoffs. Uh, perfect in the in the final yeah, of the penalty kill. Yeah, it's um, this time of year, right? You talk about... You could, we talk about it a lot um, because a lot of times it can yeah. be a source of frustration, especially the power play. But as this has gone on, um, they have scored, uh, before going into game four, they had scored six goals on the power play. In the yeah. first, they were two in each. Two in each, first two three in games. Each. Yeah. yeah, and that was uh second time in the history of the team. They'd scored at least two and three in a row. We got to 2019 against San Jose, so... It's come up big when they have needed it to come up big here in the Stanley Cup final. It's nighttime at noon with Dave and Shane. A reminder for you, the spectacular Hotel Californian in Santa Barbara, California, is a crown jewel in the Foley Entertainment Group located... Right by the ocean, experience Oceanside Views in one of 121 luxury guest rooms and suites. Taste the region's finest wine at the Society State and Mason Tasting Room. And treat yourself to an unparalleled massage at Majorelle, all in the heart of the American Riviera. Designed for domestic and international guests alike, Hotel Californian is the perfect destination for any traveler seeking a -a one-of-a-kind travel experience in luxury style. Visit HotelCalifornian.com today to book your next day. Dave and Shane with you, nighttime at noon. Expected to be joined by Golden Knights coach Bruce Cassidy on the eve of Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. Here on nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Dave Gosher, Shane Knighty with you. Nighttime at Noon here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Also all of our social media channels, the YouTubes, the Twitches, the Twitters, the uh, whatever else we're on, a lot of those channels. Whatever. All of our social media stuff. Am I missing any? I don't think that. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. On the Facebooks, too. Um, As we get ready for Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final, tomorrow night, Golden Knights in a great spot, leading three games to one over the Florida Panthers. We mentioned uh, head coach Bruce Cassidy would join us, and he just finished his main media availability. Appreciate the time, Bruce. Um, You've been in this spot before with your team on the eve of having a chance to win a Stanley Cup. What are the hours like between now and puck drop tomorrow for the head coach?
2: Well, I mean, you're always concerned that have you given the players enough information? I think we have. I mean, we've seen Florida four times. We talked about some stuff this morning, practiced. Um, so that goes through your head a little bit. What's at stake obviously goes through the head, your head. Stanley Cup's in the building tomorrow. Everybody knows it, you know, and that's what we're playing for all year, so I don't want to hide from that either. Um, so there's a little bit of that uh, anxiousness to get going. Um, And then tomorrow what we really need to do is forget about that stuff and then drill down on just playing, playing the right way, playing the hockey game, try to – I hate to say it like it's just another game, but I think once the puck drops, you have to have a bit of that mentality. It's it's another playoff hockey game, obviously with more ramifications.
1: Is that where the start is so important? You mentioned, and I think that's true, once you get into the game, everything settles itself down, but certainly you're going to come into a crowd – probably unlike we've ever seen before at T-Mobile and for the guys those do you address those kind of first moments and the start to the game maybe more than anything
2: yeah I mean we try to always talk about puck management early on and gaps and um good line changes and discipline early so that won't change and mm-hmm. then probably be even more of a, a conversation point point. and again having veteran guys in the room that have been through it um Is going to help. I mean, a lot of the stuff I hear them through the media saying that I'm thinking, right? So they're out in front of it. This group is out in front of it. Now, we have a pocket of guys that haven't played. We have a pocket that didn't get it done. We have a pocket that have. We have another pocket of kind of guys that it's new to them. So they're, they're the guys that we've got to make sure we touch tomorrow, you know, probably assistant coaches to make sure they're in a good place and relax and just play. So... Um, that's probably how it's going to transpire.
0: We mentioned back in 2019, your Boston team went to St. Louis down 3-2 and, and won that game. I mean, it was 5-1, won it pretty handily uh, to force the series back to Boston. Does that allow you at all, Bruce, to get into, you You know what Florida might, I know it's 3-1 now, but what Paul Maurice and maybe what their approach is going into this because you went through it a little bit. Yeah, I got asked
2: that and I, I'm not going to pretend to get in the heads of Florida. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, their response will be you assume they're going to give you their best game right so that's the assumption i'm going by to go in to prepare our guys that we need to be ready uh to play our best 60 minutes of hockey and that may or may not happen for us i mean the winnipeg game went our way right from the get-go now it's not the stanley cup final (laughs) but it was a clinching game so you just don't know sometime how it's going to play out i thought this the dallas game we were able to get to our game and eliminated any pushback they may have and some of that might have been them saying you know what Uh, we left it all out there earlier games we don't have anything left so that could very well be florida they could go pedal to the metal and play the best game they've played in the stanley cup playoffs. so i try not to worry about them and more about us let's you know do what we need to do to control the game and i think we've done a pretty good job with that so we don't want to stray too far from that what happened in st louis i I think they were relatively new to it Mm to have a clinching game at home when there was a lot of stuff that came out after that they were ahead of themselves a bit with some things. So it may have affected them. So you've got to be careful of that. Um, But again, with our group that's, as I said before, that's been there, I I think that I don't see that as a problem. I see us, can we get to our best game? You know, that's more my challenge for our group uh, as opposed to maybe not being there mentally. Um, I just, like I said, we have too much experience.
1: And does that help? You mentioned the glitching games you've had already throughout these playoffs that they've been able to turn up, particularly. The last one does it you know can the do you show clips do you kind of little reminders from that that game six against Dallas to kind of kind of reinforce hey, this is what it looks like when we 're dialed in?
0: We will have
2: a conversation tomorrow morning a bit about the conversation we had the night before against Dallas about the meaning of all of this a little just a reminder, but not too much because I think yeah. now it 's real what yeah. What we had in Dallas that night before was. We got to get through this to get to that point. Now it's 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 real, and they they know exactly. This is your hockey legacy, you know. Like right now, if you're a Stanley Cup champion, they can never take that away from you. You're you always considered a winner. Your name's on it, and and I think the guys get that. There we were there was a little reminders about that in Dallas. So and it you know we got to our game, and um, so for for us, that's you know our focus is when we've closed out. The games we have, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Dallas, they were no doubters. Our guys came ready to play. So that's what I'm drawing on is, hey, is this an opportunity? Now, we didn't get that out of Dallas in game four and five. Yeah. I didn't think we were bad. We lose an overtime in game four, but it wasn't enough to to, to get a knockout punch. It wasn't, you know, they, yeah. and and that's sort of be the messaging. Let's bring our knockout punch game, and, and we'll see where it leads us.
0: We asked you this before the final. We, we sat with you at T-Mobile on media day and said, okay, you got this job, and you Said, I want to have my name in a Stanley Cup, and I said, Okay, now you're you're on the verge of the Stanley Cup final, and he said, Hey, look, um, we're focused on win thirteen at the time. Is it? Is you just focused on win sixteen. Yeah, now? It is. It's sixteen. It? Yeah. Sixteen gets yeah. your
2: name in the cup. You know, fifteen yeah. doesn't. I, I I know that <laughs> very well. <laughs> fifteen doesn't cut it. Um, great run and all that, and some some memories, but not the one you want. So it's sixteen. Yeah. Focus on win sixteen, and then I think it'll all. Um, it probably comes all pouring out for everybody, right? Once you get that last one, and I think that's it's a good mindset to have. The guys know what's at stake, but let's get win sixteen, and then um, th- you know they'll they'll understand the magnitude of it.
1: It's pretty impressive when you talk about the run, and, long, and I'm sure you haven't looked back at what the stretch has been. It's always been kind of in the moment, and it seems like the guys have. And he said, whether it's a veteran group, you you and your staff, but I've been impressed with not only their focus because playoffs are so many ups and downs, but the calmness that seems to come out of the players that you have, that they they don't, you know, whether it's good or bad, they don't seem to rattle too easily.
2: Yeah. And and you hope that some of that is built in from, from the top down. I I think, I think management's been very, you know, that there's been not been any anxiety, you know what I mean? They're just, you know, one day at a time. And I think the coaches have tried to instill that in the players. There's a certain level of intensity to my coaching. that will always be there, but not. I don't think we're ever losing it on the bench to the point where the players are like, you know, like they, they don't know. They always know what line is up, what, what, you know, what what the plan is on the breakouts, what the adjustments are between periods, all those things. so And then you've got the veteran guy. So you've got three layers of a certain amount of professionalism, calmness, um, but, but you know, work-based, and, and, I, and I think it's worked very well for us. And obviously the final uh, argument to that or, or whether – whatever you want to call it will be can we can we get the sixteenth win right and, and that you know that'll come in time
0: team has only trailed Bruce once in the entire playoffs in the series you lost your first game against Winnipeg since then you know you got to two two against Edmonton win game five and six three0 against Dallas wins game win game six what does that say about your group that you've also been able to respond to losses right tough loss in game three the other night yeah close to going up three zip Goal against late, losing overtime, but you haven't, you trailed once in a series in the entire playoffs so far. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: we're well prepared, and I think the guys, again, have been through the playoffs a lot, so they know uh, the value of playing, not chasing it. Uh, It's funny, you look at game three and four, and you kind of look back when you're on the plane for five hours, like, (laughs) imagine if we didn't. You know, allow that six-on-five goal. We might be champions already. Yeah. Then you think, can you imagine if we allowed another one in Game Four? And yeah. It's two-two right now. Yeah. So you, you you see the emotional swings of things, and that's where you got to catch yourself and say, "Hey, hey, just live in the moment." Um, you know, worry about the next game, but that's where your mind goes sometimes at different things. And I think players are like that too. So,
0: what was going through your mind the other night? You guys were up three zip flukiest goal you'll see to get it to 3-1 and then they get it to 3-2 and then and nothing going on over the him. glass uh, you know yeah
2: I don't again we weren't rattled yeah. uh the 3-1 goal was it, I go to game one and it's there's whatever 10 seconds left in the second period and Duclair scores off Zach Whiteclouds you know I think yeah. the shot's going wide and he yeah. hits him and it goes in so there we've been there we've been there you know it's um unfortunate but I've said this we play our D close to the net so you're going to have some I was talking to John Stevens about this a long time we're going to have goals going off our D this year that we're going to go what the heck just happened <laughs> yeah. but but we're going to block a lot more shots and and clear a lot more second chances and I, I look at that goal almost just a product they thrown it at the net I know it's completely dumb luck but in, and random and all that but every once in a while you'll get one of those and so just put it behind us and I thought we were good in the third a couple of times they got through the neutral zone with speed. We we talked about that, uh, or will tomorrow in more detail. Um, but for the most part, I thought we played a good third period. We had m- many chances to extend yeah. that lead. Nick Roy had a two on one. Oh. Carrier had a two on one. Eichel all alone the slot. Marussia off the rush. Uh, Barbashev, you know, gets yeah. a chance right after that. Yeah. Uh, there, there was lots of opportunities, and that's what you want. You want to be able to extend leads uh we weren't able to do it in game three even though i thought even in that game the second period if you remember we were we had a lot of good looks to to stretch it out we didn't had a crossbar um, a crossbar by marshall so, so there was a uh, barbershop, barbershop in game three yeah. right so there was a lot of those situations where and it wasn't just one random chance there was you know four or five and we were defending well so that's our mindset you know keep keep pushing the right way and they're going to make some plays they got good players um and if we keep outplaying them, uh, you know, over longer stretches of time, then then it'll go our way. And so far, we're up 3-1, I think, because of that. I think we've outplayed them, got to our game more than they, they have us, and that's
1: why we're up. Last one I have for you, just uh, on the eve of it, uh, is this where routine, I, I don't want to say superstition, I say players have routine, that they stick to their routine, because certainly there's a lot of things your mind's, like it'll, anybody.
0: it'll be difficult
2: to stick to the routine yeah. because people are going to have family in yeah. town. They're going to have yeah. distractions. So for me, Nides as a player, yeah. I don't know what the, what they're going to... I know it as for me, I'm not a superstitious yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't eat the same thing till yeah. we lose or don't whatever change my socks. But <laughs> the players are much more into that. Yeah. So I didn't mean to... But no. I, it'll be interesting it'll for be them. Interesting, and that's yeah. why you might see games where fans go, what the hell are they thinking? They, you know, They didn't play very well, but... Maybe that everything got messed up the night before. That affects you the next day, and now you're not yourself, and you're at, you know you're yeah. you're, you're yeah. doubting yourself. All of a sudden, you get on the ice, you start doubting yourself. You get a team that's basically they they could have a nothing to lose attitude yeah. tomorrow. They could have this. has to be our best. You don't know, and all of a sudden it gets away from you. And now your mind's even more like, damn it, last night if I had just. Yeah. So I think players have to be cognizant of, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter what you do tonight. At the end of the day, other than rest and eat well. But other things, then tomorrow is is a new day, and and hopefully that's their attitude.
0: Last one I had for you regarding you. How do you anticipate you will sleep tonight? I think I'll sleep well. I think we're prepared. I think we're prepared to win and play well.
2: I really do. We've got to go out and do it. But, um, you know, we we try to keep the same pattern of uh, how we address the players uh, throughout the whole playoffs and off days and the two-day travel days and try to keep the practice schedule the same. So I think I'll sleep well. We'll find out. Mm-hmm.
0: Bruce, thanks for this. All the best. Good luck yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Yep. Bruce thanks, Cassidy Bruce. joining us, head coach of the Golden Knights. They're up 3-1 in the Stanley Cup final and a chance to wrap it up at the Fortress tomorrow. We'll step aside and wrap it up with one final segment after this on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay up to date on all of the Golden Knights' latest info by following us on Twitter at FoxSportsLV. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The 2022-23 NHL season could come to an end tomorrow night. Game five between the Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers in the Cup Final. Of course, football is back here in the Valley as the Vegas Nighthawks return for season number two. Become part of the Nighthawks family and don't miss out on the action at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Full-season membership start at just $15 per ticket per game. For more information about tickets, venue, parking, and more, visit NighthawksFootball.com. Said this could be it for the Golden Knights tomorrow as they take on the Florida Panthers, up three games to one in the 2023 Stanley Cup Final. If it does not work out, the team would head back east on um, Wednesday Thursday, Shane's shaking his head as I say this, uh, and then uh, they'd have Game 6 there, Game 7 back here. All that all that being said, uh, we just finished our chat with Bruce Cassidy. Seemed like a pretty cool yeah. and confident group just by how they've handled their business all season long and again in the playoffs that – um, you get a real good feeling from talking well, yeah, to him. He is a better read than up. us, for yeah. sure. This, and, this would uh, yeah. fully intend on wrapping this up tomorrow night. But at
1: the same time, he did say, you know, you never know once you get to the game. But yep. he feels at this point prepared. And I think that's the key thing. You know, the coaching staff, they've gotten their messages across. They've got their game plan across. They've talked about everything that surrounds this game, uh, using the word, you know, chance for legacy for these guys, yep. which it is. Um, you know, it's, everything's been addressed. Now you just need to play the game. That's all you can do to this point is be the best prepared. And I'm sure Florida's saying the same thing. They're their, their side of things, but uh, now it's just down to going out and and executing out there for the Golden Knights. Uh, I've said it all along. I've, I I, think they're a deeper, better team. Um, but you still have to play the games. Yeah. Um, I feel confident uh, in, in heading into game five for, for the Golden Knights, uh, for them to go out. Um, Said excited's a, a pretty seems like not a big enough word for what uh, we're all going to do and yeah. go watch this game tomorrow night. But certainly uh, biggest game we've ever seen here in Las Vegas.
0: You wonder from the Panther standpoint, and you mentioned it, Shane. Uh, look, they were in this boat first round against Boston. But well, now you're down the road three more series. You wonder Matthew Kachuk, you know, was talking about a shoulder problem. Aaron Ekblad, yeah,
1: that 10 minute stretch did yeah, not play in the play. third period. Are uh,
0: some of these guys just kind of hanging on by a thread? I think everyone's playing with something. You could speak to that. Oh, there's bumps than me. and bruises up and down, but but,
1: there, but there's levels of them. And yeah. I think Matthew Kachuk said uh, certainly, uh, you know, but he's also the type of guy I I'd be shocked not to see him play. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, what do you you save it for? What? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: um, our boss Nate Yule. After we finish with Bruce, he keeps track of this. We didn't. I had no no idea. Three hundred and sixty three days ago, you and I and Bruce Cassidy sat in this very <laughs> studio when he got hired as a new head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights on this show. Had a great visit with him, and it's just beyond comprehension. Three hundred and sixty three yeah. days later. We chat with him again, and they're one win away from the Stanley Cup.
1: Incredible what he's – and his coaching staff. You, you, yep. know, it's, you know, all of them. John Stevens has come in. Ryan Craig's been part of it here. Misha Donskov, Sean Burke, yep. Dave Rogowski, uh, video coach, on and on. The whole staff here. But what Bruce Cassidy came in, and, he, you know, it's funny. We think back to then, it was still fresh for him, right? Yep. Been in New England so long, in the Bruins organizations, Providence. Then with the Boston. Wins 51 games, gets fired in – what was it? That was he just so, could have been fired what a week, a week and a half maybe, earlier? To, yeah wasn't it yeah. wasn't very wasn't long, long. Yeah. and all of a sudden here he is in Vegas, and we're talking to him and you know he, he liked the team he, he had some knowledge he talked about having to learn the western conference uh, having to you know build his team implementing a new defensive system, and all that building and and here he is said on the eve of potentially winning the stanley cup
0: i ran into the other day Shane. i told you uh marty walsh who's the executive new executive director of the players association uh the nhl pa um no marty just from back in boston former mayor of boston for seven years uh was just president biden's uh, secretary of labor left that job to take over the the pa and we were talking about parade in boston you were part of and i was lucky to be a part of as well and he said to me that is still the biggest parade the city of Boston has ever had. Now, you're talking about whatever it is, 12 championships in yeah. 20 years, Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics. That Bruins parade, There was I think it was 1.2 million people in yeah. the streets. It was, in, it was, it was crazy nuts.
1: viewed rolling down and it just nuts. a massive, nonstop people in every, every line of sight.
0: You'd have to have more discipline than me to not think about what a celebration here would look like. I haven't yet. I'm I'm still focused on the game, but I'm very confident. Very
1: confident. I'm in line with uh, Coach Cassidy here. I think this team's prepared. I think they have the right
0: mindset. I think they're the better team. Now they just need to go out and do it. We'll see. Could have a celebration later this week. We'll see how this plays out. Game 5, tomorrow night. Of course, right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Dan and Gary will have the call. 5 o'clock face-off. The Golden Knights look to win the Stanley Cup at T-Mobile Arena tomorrow night. Thanks for all for helping out. Thanks for all for listening. And uh, that'll do it for us. Dave and Shane closing it out. Could be the last one. Nighttime at noon. Fox Sports Las Vegas.